Welcome back, y'all, to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast, full of choice tracks. I'm Damon. I'm Brandon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. So it's uh, summertime, and one of my favorite styles of music in the summer is acoustic. And it makes me chill out a little bit. So what we're going to be talking about today is our favorite acoustic version of a song that originally was not very acoustic-y. And there's a lot out there that I've that I've heard that I love. I usually hear it in a TV show or a movie, and I'm very surprised. I'm like, don't I know that song? Lots of times, not to not to say anything bad about the original artist, but the acoustic version can actually be better. Um, sometimes it's by the actual band that did the original song. Sometimes, sometimes it's not. So um, my pick is actually from the original band. So, uh, of course, somebody I saw live. Not always the case, but I think I might have mentioned these guys before. Um, seen them a couple times. The band is Duran Duran. Duran Duran's been around for over 25 years. I'm, I'm sure. Just throwing the number out there, but I know they've been around for a while. They're typically, like, if you're listening to 80s music, you're going to hear Duran Duran. And they've, they've, they're still playing. You know, they've been progressive throughout the decades. And yeah, I love their music. Um, my favorite favorite acoustic version of one of their songs is Ordinary World. But I won't for yesterday. There's an ordinary world. Somehow I have to find... Uh, Ordinary World is, it's kind of like, it does sound kind of acoustic-y with the original, but it's not. Um, but the acoustic version is a little bit slowed down and uh just yeah it's just one of those chill chill by a fire songs and uh you know enjoy enjoy your time you know that's what it, that's what acoustic music does for me um so that was my pick what y'all think of Duran Duran their acoustic version of Ordinary World well I guess I'll, I'll go it was uh okay so it was interesting I mean I like the song don't get me wrong the song's good either way um I think there's some acoustical versions that purposely make things slower and um, do stuff. And I think it's like what I would compare it to is like you have a photograph and then you have a negative. And so they're trying to be the negative image, not like a not like the, the like if you know how a photograph and then you have the negative where it's the reverse where the dark is light and light is dark. Like it's that type of thing where they're trying to be the same image, but uh, with everything flipped. And so that's where um, I kind of take sometimes acoustical song versions to be like they're just trying to be slower and 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 that and so this was very much for me it was hard to tell the difference i couldn't tell exactly what was cut out of the original tracks i on all the songs here i did listen to both so i listened to the original and the acoustical um but yeah they were very similar so i was like Okay, so it, it was a cool school, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah, that's very true in some ways. But then if you really listen to it, like there's there's a lot of instruments going on in the original song where it's just acoustic. Oh, gotcha. Acoustic version. So yeah. I guess that would be that would be the difference. But it does, like I said, it does have an acousticy sound, but it's yeah. not the original. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Okay. I just like the song a lot too. I had some other songs in mind, but uh, that's one I went with. Okay. Duran Duran's iconic. So. <laughs> gotcha. Good thing they didn't have a third band member, else they would have had to be in a law firm. 
Is that a dad joke? Yeah, because if you have three names, you're a law firm. If you're two names, you're a band, right? No. No. Crosby, Stills, Nash. (laughs) Shoot a law firm. Shoot a law firm. Oh, I see. Wait a minute. I think there's a whole bunch that have three. Wait a minute. We found the flaw in Taj's logic. (laughs) Come on, Taj. Yeah. Resi Stills and Nash, yeah, they uh, no. they do, they do like accidents, car accidents, yeah. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> yeah. Tony, Tony, and Tony. That's a blast from the past. Tony, Tony, yep. Tony. Y and E, buddy. Peter, Paul, and Mary, uh, they have a pretty right. uh, successful law firm in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. yep. <laughs> so yeah, I got you. Uh, I got you. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, I'm definitely familiar with the album for sure. Durant, that album, the Durant Durant album, I had that on CD and I used to play that constantly. Uh, it was always on loop and, uh, nice. that the, the come undone music video was on MTV all the time that I can remember. Oh yeah. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I've always been a fan of that album and, uh, I definitely have always liked the song. I think I've heard the acoustic version before um it was very familiar re-listening for the for the podcast and uh i I like the cover i like the acoustic version too um i i i do prefer the original i prefer it that way more so than the acoustic but the acoustic's not bad by any means it's a good song no matter how you slice it um you know whether you go acoustic or go with the original but you know if i had to pick one i'd go with the original but there's nothing wrong with this with this acoustic version and the song itself is is uh is great uh yeah always been a fan of it so i guess i'll follow up in the rear um no pun intended no richard simmons um don't be mad at me people don't be mad um so what i'll, what I'll say is this um i have a hard time with the acoustic song if the original is acoustic then i'm all for it and i'm all in. if somebody is singing a cover of it then it's hard for me to give it a a real opinion in a situation because i feel like i'm always going to be judging it against the original and nine times eight times out of ten i'm gonna take the original always um in this situation i didn't deter from that situation i love duran duran i love i love duran duran so this was a great song pick from the get-go <laughs> that being said um those little ambient sounds that we were talking about in the background i miss those because that that's what makes the track for me i always listen to instrumentals so whenever i hear somebody trying to cover the main lines in music and they're missing that that little background effect that that just added that little twinge to the track it kind of takes it away from me but you know the singing on it was was cool um definitely hit all the notes in the right spots and for the most part i'll just say they did a pretty good job but i'm still going to pick the original Nice, yeah. No, it's I, I kind of thought you might you all might go that way with this one, um, but uh, yeah, it's just one of my favorite songs. And hearing it acoustically, I thought it was really cool, so it stood out. But um, yeah, I could definitely I could definitely see that that point too. So what'd you have, Dietrich? What was your uh, acoustic pick? I was all over the place. Um, right? <laughs> yeah, I literally picked a couple of tracks um, here and there. Um, luckily, I was able to decide on one that you know everybody you know was able to listen to and, and get a good idea from. So my cover 
was Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye, which that in itself is a hard-ass cover. Not for the fact of you can't see the notes, but for the fact of you can't get the feel of that unless you're like truly entrenched in a song. Um, I got a, a British singer by the name of uh, Ben Have Now. No, uh, Hey Now. Yeah, Ben Hey Now. So he actually was a part, he was the uh, winner of the 11th series of X Factor UK. And um, he actually came out with a couple of cover songs and has been, you know, blowing up pretty much on YouTube and, and especially over overseas. He's been blowing up and doing his thing. He's released like two albums since and, and he's actually a pretty good singer and I, I follow a little bit of his stuff. So I have no complaints with them. And what I chose was his acoustic version of sexual healing. When I get that feeling, I want sexual healing, sexual healing, baby. And I, I think you did a pretty good job in comparison. Like I said, I'm still going to pick the original out of the situation, but he, he kept it true to, to the basis of, of the track and what it was supposed to be. So I liked it. What do y'all think? Well, I, I had never heard of this artist um, at all, uh, as far as I know. Um, so when you when you told me his name, I knew the song right away, the Marvin Gaye version, but I had never heard of this this artist. Um, and yeah, it was it was good. But yeah, it's a it's the kind of song that I don't think should be acoustic. You know, like sexual healing is perfect the way it is. You don't need to touch it. Um, you know. Did it bring something unique to it? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it did or not. Um, you know, like it. There wasn't much of a spin on it for me to make right. it like to to make it like worthy of of recording. I guess like it, he it wasn't he can he can sing and he's he he seems talented, but you know I I don't know. Just don't touch sexual healing. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyway, it it wasn't it wasn't bad by any means. It was it was fine, but it just wasn't it wasn't unique enough for me. And I think that's kind of why I like it because he didn't flip it to the point where I could just utterly say he fucked up the track. Yeah, yeah. There's no originality in it, but he still kept it to the base of what I remember with the song. I mean, maybe I maybe I need to listen to it again, but I feel like it's something you could hear, you know, like in karaoke. Um, yeah, or or like a like a at a, a coffee a coffee house where they you know they have a musician come in at night to play something, and you'll be sitting there drinking your coffee, and then you like stop for a moment, and go, wait, is that sexual healing? And then you continue <laughs> having your conversation. It's funny you say that because it was on a coffee a cafe album because that. That's where it's on Spotify. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, so, so for me, that what I think is is interesting about it is like you know the Marvin Gaye is like you know him coming to a girl's doorstep with a full band behind him like hey baby I need sexual healing but I brought my whole band with me to convey this message to you whereas with the acoustical version at least it is him with the guitar it's like hey you know I'm on your doorstep and I want some sexual healing is I think we, we kind of is a different image to take from the acoustical version you know he didn't have to bring like a a whole band behind them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, you know. Taj, if you came yeah. to my door <laughs> with a full band and said you need sexual healing, I would say no soliciting and shut the door. <laughs> and if I was by myself with the guitar and I said I needed sexual healing, 
I go, eh. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably, uh, might probably trigger my alarm system in my house, but, uh, you know, it's just me. <laughs> might give you a quick listen before I call the laws. <laughs> Hold off on ordering yeah. that pizza. Turn the sprinklers on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's what you mean. It's like, um, uh, what's that, Dietrich? No, go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, that, yeah, I, I, I agree. It's like a toned down version of like, you know, let's get it on. Yeah. Uh, it's like, the, he's like the, it's like the nice version of, of let's have sex. Here's some chocolates. I'm going to, you know, like maybe pour you some coffee. So. But yeah, no, it's a, yeah, I think it's a good song. It's a, like, it, it kind of reminds me of like a, <laughs> a, <laughs> I don't know what's so funny, guys. Um, it reminds me of a uh, like an American Idol kind of like edition. <laughs> I'm not saying that's Dude, bad. Yeah, I, think, exactly I, what it is. I think we're laughing because like we're spending this much energy talking about an acoustic cover of sexual healing. No, I'm, I'm definitely what I'm laughing. I'm laughing because I literally when you say it, it's like a, a what do you say like a, a a clean or nice version of having sex. <laughs> like, I'm saying I want to have sex. Yeah, a nice clean version or like a toned down version of like let's get it on yeah yeah, I can it's like, yeah, yeah let's do it yeah the other one's like yeah we're gonna do this woman or man or whatever yeah. but uh this version's like yeah let's uh let's get some ice cream or something yeah this this is the kids bob version of let's have fun <laughs> yeah just don't listen to the lyrics too much. <laughs> Give me a kiss on the cheek and uh, call it a night, okay? And I'll call it second base, and we'll go from there. All right. But yeah, that's it's definitely it's it's where I was, you know, it's what I was saying all along. Like acoustic music is relaxing, and that's definitely uh, you know anything that you're going to hear in a coffee house is going to be kind of chill. So I like coffee and I like music. So yeah, two thumbs up. I think up. acoustic. I think of summertime on a beach with a bonfire going and somebody pulling out a guitar and now the girls swooning over shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You just think ABC and they'll fall in love with it just because. Oh, my God, he's playing the guitar. He's singing the album, and he's all L. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I think I had an acoustic guitar in high school. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. I tried it. I like Jones better. (laughs) All right. I was just thinking of that Animal House scene. That's where I was. Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of how I feel sometimes. Somebody's playing the acoustic guitar and what John Belushi grabs it and then smashes it against the wall. And then hands it to him. And then he's like, sorry. Oh, sorry. Hands it to him. Yeah, that's right. First, I was. I don't know why I remembered him like hitting him over the head with it, but that would like it going through his head. Yeah, because uh, he's sitting on the stairs and he has like five women around him, and he just like grabs it, smashes it, and then like hands it back to him as he goes up the stairs. It's like I feel better now. That was like right. therapy for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so what you got, Brandon? What's your pick? All right. So there are several I felt like I could go with. There were a couple that I thought about going with, but then when I go back and listen to the original, I'm like, the original is kind of acoustic. This is just a cover of it. So I ended up not picking those. Um, and then I thought, you know what? Let's go with something completely out of left field. 
something you might not expect. And that's what I did. Or at least I think it was something uh, completely <laughs> unfamiliar. Um, and that was actually the song I picked was a cover of a David Bowie song. Uh, the cover was the song Rock and Roll Suicide. And the artist who did the cover, and I am going to try my best not to mispronounce the name. Um, I looked it up and it's Seu Georgi. Você está velho para se perder. Um, he's a Brazilian musician and the lyrics on this cover are actually in Portuguese. And again, if I butcher the name, I truly apologize. Uh, I will spell it for you. It's S-E-U-J-O-R-G-E. His real name is Jorge Mario de Silva. Um, and apparently because it's Portuguese, it's not pronounced the same way in Spanish. So that's why I'm trying to say it differently, say it the right way. So, um, or you could just say, say who Jorge, but I don't think that's right. But anyway, um, nonetheless, that doesn't distract from the fact that I think this is an amazing song. Um, the first time I ever heard of him, he was actually an actor in the movie from 2004 by Wes Anderson called The Life Aquatic uh, of Steve Zazu. Uh, now I'm getting really mixed up in the names. Um, so anyway, the, he, he was an actor in it and he was one of the characters, but in the movie, he sings a bunch of David Bowie cover or David Bowie covers, uh, acoustic David Bowie covers. And in 2005, they released a, uh, an album called the Life Aquatic Studio Session, where they were studio recordings of the songs from the movie and a bunch more. Um, but yeah, the song itself, the cover, uh, you know, Rock and Roll Suicide was in the movie and it's on that album as well. Um, and either version, I think, are phenomenal. I think the cover is very unique, very different. Um, I don't need to know Portuguese to know this song. Um, I mean, I know the David Bowie song by heart. It's one of my favorite Do David Bowie songs. Um, is this cover better? No, it's not better than the David Bowie version by any means, but I do think it's very unique and very different. Um, and I just really like his voice on it. He is, uh, I looked up a little bit about him and they say that he's sort of, uh, a renewer of the Brazilian pop. Uh, samba in Brazil. Um, that's not what this song is. But uh, anyway, I just think it's a great song. Definitely check out that that live session, uh, the Life Aquatic studio sessions, or check out the album. He's got a bunch of great David Bowie covers on there. Uh, but this one was definitely my my favorite by, by far. And probably maybe I'm a little biased because it's one of my fav favorite David Bowie songs. But I think that he sings the hell out of this song. And it just, again, I think it's unique and very special and yeah i just wanted to go with something uh different so what do you guys think i was i was surprised so i, I was like i i had heard it and then i was like all right and then i i heard it again and then i was like all right so i gotta listen to what the original song is because i don't know david bowie that well and, and so i listened to the original david Bo david bowie song and um I was amazed. Like, yeah, I mean, he has, it, it's the same emotion, same feeling, even though it's a slower pace and in a different language. I mean, you can, I can totally see how you can 
recognize it as a cover um but yeah it was pretty amazing and uh yeah <laughs> I, I, I got a chuckle out of it for sure so but yeah so when you say out the box you really go there don't you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was not expecting this at all um it was a pleasant surprise um kind of took me out of my comfort zone of just saying automatically no and going to the original and anybody is trying to cover bowie they pretty much set themselves up for failure but i will give him a pass because it actually had a unique sound um you know tempo was it was a good adjustment especially for him you know, speaking everything for whatever saying how he was saying excuse me because you know translations never come out exactly how you mean them to be um so just for the fact that he held his own in that accord he already got a thumbs up from me and um i, I could i could do it yeah okay yeah, so, so do you guys remember uh, Rock and Roll McDonald from the 90s? Mm, Rock no. and Roll McDonald. This guy was like, I think he was like, I think he was like a street player. And it was just like, it was a really popular song because he, he was like, uh, gosh, I forgot the artist's name, but he, I think he had like mental issues or whatever. But like he, when he was, he was doing a lot of covers and it was just like, almost remind me of that, but not exactly because that, that's way off. And that other guy, the other guy artist is like ridiculous, right? But yeah, I don't know. I think I like David Blake better. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of a, it has like kind of like a punk sound, like off sound to it. It's kind of cool in that respect, but it's not something that I would relax to. <laughs> when I think of acoustic, this is this is like, it's not my campfire, you know, paint out time song, but I definitely love, I, I, I think Life Aquatic's cool, Life Aquatic's exclusive, you know, the whole thing's awesome. I think I think it is very unique, for sure. Uh, so props for that, Brandon. Uh, and I, I love David Bowie anything, so. But yeah, he does, he does, he does a unique version of that song. Uh, three out of five stars. <laughs> I don't know if we're doing stars. I think I tried doing that before you guys booed me. So, but yeah, uh, yeah really cool information on that one. That was cool. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. All right. All right, Taj. Yep. You, you want me? Okay. Um, yeah, everybody no. wants. Everybody wants you. <laughs> okay. No. So, uh, buy me drink first. so I, I, I do got. I do gotta give a shout out to uh, a previous episode and a, a pick of Brandon's. Um, you know, when this came up, I was trying to find something very simple. Well, I was trying to find something that the acoustical version transformed what the original song was. And so I gotta give Brandon's shout out to the Johnny Cash's Hurt because that's kind of what I was looking for. Something where acoustical version totally flipped it on its head. Um, and that was hard to do. <laughs> and, and I will admit that there was a lot of acoustical versions that were just like a slower, softer version of a song. Um, and so what I ended up finding, and I was actually surprised because I, on my research uh, to, to find out that there's actually a tie between this, is I did um, uh, Layla's, but I did Eric Clapton. He had a, a live version of it they did for MTV Unplugged. I'm not sure exactly when he did it. I'm trying to figure that out here. Sorry. Um, you 
So he did this in 92. The interesting thing was that, and, and I didn't realize this till just a, a while ago, Eric Clapton actually wrote the song <laughs> and that was originally released, but it was originally released under Derek and the Dominoes in 1970. Um, and so they were the ones that uh, did the original first recording of it. Um, and so what's interesting on it, um, the, the original version is, I'm going to use a comparison of a train just because it pops into my head on both songs. The original version is like a train coming, heading towards you. You're standing on the side of the tracks. It runs by you. And then the, the, the whole like two thirds end of the song is you watching the train go down the bridge and down the valley and down. Cause you can like, you can keep hear it and keep seeing it. Like, but that outro on that song is like long, like. It's about at least two thirds of the intro part. Um, but Eric Clapton, he slows the song down, puts a blues rift on it, and it's kind of like you're riding the train, like you're on the train, uh, you know, with, with all the baggage and emotion of uh, of of Lola, so um, or Layla. So, and um, that's what I like about that. So, it, and it, it's you know, it completely puts it on its head because mainly because of that blues rift and because it, it slows it down. And so you're like, yeah, two different songs, like I said. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I did go and listen to both. And I want to say I knew both versions of the song from before, but I can't, you know, I wasn't a big MTV live person watcher. And, and really, I haven't listened to that much uh, Eric Cl Clapton before, but I know that version I've heard of his somewhere multiple times before. Like, it's one of the songs I think they play of his a lot. So, um, but yeah. So what did you guys think? Hey, I think I, I remember when that came out um, and uh, the whole unplugged series and the nineties, like the early to mid to late nineties. Like that was, that was one of my favorite things they came out with. I thought it was great. I love, I love watching the MTV unplugged, the, the unique shows that they have. It's always a special show. And sometimes a lot of special guests come out or they'll, you'll do, they'll do covers and stuff like that, which is really fun. But, uh, yeah, I know I, I, so I, I think that, um, Eric Clapton was in the band cream at the time when he wrote that song. Am I right about that? Uh, it said that he wrote it with um, he wrote it with Jim Jordan. Oh, okay. Uh, so it, Eric and Jim Jim Gordon. Uh, that was before it. he was before he was like a solo artist. You're right. He was, yeah. He wrote a lot of stuff for for people, but yeah, no, he, Eric Clapton. I think is like a he's like a phenomenal musician. Uh, there's a lot of Eric Clapton stuff that yeah we should go over down the road. But yeah, I, lo I love that song. I love the acoustic version because it is slowed down. And it's just the lot you know the the whole live album things is pretty fun man i dig it yeah you dig it okay so what live about is you? cool live is cool okay live is cool you get kind of that that you know background aspect of it and you hear people actually talking and feeling good about stuff um i actually liked it i'm not gonna complain i'm not gonna say too much about it i can okay. tell it was a tosh pick but <laughs> outside of that i think you know for the most part you hit the nail on the head and uh it, it definitely made it a little easier to listen to. Right. I thought it would be. Okay. Gotcha. What about you, Brandon? So I, I actually, I like both versions of the song. Um, I do remember this coming out. I do remember watching this. Might have watched it with my dad. I, I don't know. Maybe. Because I know he was a big Eric Clapton fan. So there's a good chance that we probably watched it together, you know, 
Like, I'm going to actually watch him. My dad's going to watch MTV, you know, <laughs> because most of the time it was not something for him. But Eric Clapton's on Unplugged. We're going to watch this. Um, I do remember the album coming out and I, my dad bought it on CD. So it wasn't me. My dad <laughs> bought it. But I do remember taking the CD from him and listening to it. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I do like the song. I do like the cover. I like the acoustic version. I think it's very different, very unique. It's still not my favorite. The original <laughs> is better. It is. I just enjoy the energy level in that. And the original is, it is epic, man. It is, the original yeah. is an epic song. And it makes me always think of Goodfellas every time I hear it. Um, so the original is a better song. For me, it's more my taste. But I do prefer, uh, I, I don't mind the unplugged version. I still think it's a good song, but I just prefer the original. And uh, and then I was just kind of tallying in my head here. I'm like, every song that we picked, uh, the original I like better than the acoustic. And then I'm like, I wonder if there's any acoustic versions that are better than the originals. So um, maybe not. Uh, unless, it, unless it starts acoustic, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe covers aren't as good acoustically. I mean, they're good, but they may not beat the beat the original. Yeah. You know, I, I know there are because I I've like I said before, I was like, oh, I I heard uh, some versions of acoustic songs, acoustic versions in like a show or a movie, and I just can't remember for the life of me what those were. But when I heard them, I was like blown away. So maybe yeah. someday I'll figure that out. I don't know. Well, and that's why I brought up the the John. Cash hurt because that would that one for sure, sure that acoustic it is version. pretty damn good yeah yeah and That's I know true. that I remember That's you true. yeah and I remember you had uh that was on your picks before Brandon so it was like yeah oh. I mean I I thought it was better than the original so that that could be yeah but, but it's hard to find them I, I'll tell you that they're, they're not the exception not the rule yeah. That's yeah. right what's going on yeah yeah so but yeah exactly. there's a few gems out there I just <laughs> damn I can't remember what they were <laughs> Uh, that's one of these days one of these days one of these days yeah yeah covers are hard in nature because you don't want to throw in so much create creative thought process that you fuck up the original intent of the song yeah but also like you have a little bit of cushion but you gotta be a damn good musician to pull that off Let's just be honest. You're one step away from karaoke if you're not if you're not good with it, or at least put it to a certain standard that somebody can be agreeable and saying, "Oh, he did a great job with that." Right. Yeah. Honest. No, absolutely. And I, you know, that's that's a good segue into side B of yeah. Record. So why why don't we go ahead and uh, flip the record and uh, drop that needle on side B? So uh, Damon, you had some homework for us. I did. And uh, honestly, I don't care if you like it or not. <laughs> oh. But no, I'm just all right, excited. and we're gonna go ahead and pick up that needle. But you keep spinning those toy tracks. Really? <laughs> um, and what I meant by oh man, so what I meant by that was uh, this is something that I I, I kind of like I, I went back and forth like, do I really want to make this a choice album? But they did a phenomenal job. Um, so the band I picked was Tesla, not the car. But the band, everybody, band, or not the the person, or the person. <laughs> 
Although the person reincarnated into five people, I mean, you never know. I mean, he did a lot of crazy experiments. They kind of have like the electric <laughs> symbol in their name, but yeah, they probably stole it from the person. Okay, well, we anyway. can get our lawyers involved here. But, uh, <laughs> so. I, want Crosby, I want Crosby steals and Nash to represent us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, it's either Tesla or Edison. Oh, Edison's going to sue us. <laughs> right? Oh. His, uh, Did you great, see great what he kids. did to that elephant? <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to your so, album. We'll we'll stop. So yeah, uh, let's forget the name of the band. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so Tesla, yeah, Tesla. Tesla was a band that formed in the uh, the 80s. They've had like members come and go. I think some of them have passed away. Like there's two two that still exist. They're from California, but this is this is a an album that my sister Alicia she was like really into like a lot of hair metal and you know Bon Jovi and all that stuff uh, in the in the nineties and and so I was always like hearing what she would hear and then she would like talk about her favorite album or whatever and then it would get big like she was kind of you know she liked all the stuff that everybody liked but at the time uh, Tesla was kind of new I guess um, they did a lot of so we're talking about covers I think a third of this album is covers and what I like about it is that they did a phenomenal job uh, in my mind this is my opinion uh, but uh, I mean they have Rolling Stones they covered Creedence Clearwater Revival the Beatles um, and it's kind of funny the, uh, so the name of the album is Five Man Acoustical Jam uh, they uh, they even did a cover from a band called Five Man Electrical Band um, and they they did that really well I think um, yeah sign if you heard the song signs signs yeah that's yeah. from that band but um i that might be like a one-hit wonder for them <laughs> i'm not really sure what else they did i'm sure they did lots of great stuff but uh yeah so there's five people that played on this album and um it's not uh that all these members were always in the band but so you'll hear like brian wheat he's mentioned in the album like when they he introduces some of the band and like frankie hannon and he does like he's like he plays like everything i think he plays like the harp and the piano and stuff guitar and you hear a lot of that in this uh this live album too which i i think is really great and uh so the the lead singer jeff keith um then you have like tommy scotch he's he's like a uh, guitar they're playing like they're playing uh six and 12 string acoustic guitars you can kind of hear that too um you know then like i said like the piano and stuff brian wheat and troy uh lakata lakata and he's the percussionist but yeah so then i like how they they covered a lot of music um they're kind of like they're like this like hair band that sort of i don't know they sort of broke the mold a little bit with this i think uh psychotic supper was the next album they came out with in 91 but this came out in 1990 and uh yeah no, i just i love listening to it they, they he tries to be kind of like um jeff keith tries to be a little bit comical i don't i don't know if he does that great of a job with it but you know he's he's doing the live show he's like engaging the audience uh but yeah they keep the thing i love about it is that they, they just keep going um he's got kind of like a unique unique voice uh he hits my octaves but uh yeah that's that was one of my favorite uh, albums growing up that's why i picked it and it fit very well with what we were talking about today um so what y'all think really interested to hear what y'all thought about these uh covers 
and the originals too. Some of them are originals as well. Um. All right. I guess I'll go first. Um. Okay. So it was. I'm going to give it an okay. Um. So so here's here's the first thing that I struggled with was the the audio quality. Um. Now, just per my normal listening habits, I didn't have an easy time listening to it. What I had to do was actually sit down with headphones on and actually listen to it that close, you know, because this is for sure one of those albums you need to either have like on your stereo system blasting or you need to have headphones and play it. You can't have like a, a remote speaker like it needs to be. Uh, loud and in charge uh, in order for to appreciate it because i i think it i don't know it, it feels like it was recorded where the mixing board was and not recording from the actual mics where the instruments were and and that's where i, I would have appreciated it if it was up close re- more recording up front by in front of the 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 um the players but um you know overall it was okay i mean, um i don't know tesla at all okay um if i had to pick a song so i did listen to it twice back to back um so it you know the the covers i was okay with um the original songs i could kind of tell were original songs because the crowds were coming singing um the one that stood out the most and it's because it's the closing song before their encore is uh is a love song and and so far if i had to pick a song i think it'd be love song because that was a, a really good song to close on and and their energy on that song was was amazing so but yeah well i guess i didn't say yeah no that's great um good point too with the whole sound i listened to it recently with my good headphones and yeah it sounded great but yeah i think you missed some of it if you're just like playing it like you know like you said like a single speaker or something but yeah um, most of the time when i listen to stuff it's going to be loud or it's going to be stereo and have good quality but um yeah that's a good good pick for sure i think uh um yeah modern day cowboy is probably i like that that's one of my favorites on the album, but I like the whole album. I love, I just like how they take the, these, uh, you know, Beatles songs and, you know, Rolling Stones and they really just kind of throw a different sound to it. But it, I think they came out great. And it's, it's like a rock band with acoustic guitar. So it kind of like me that helps, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. And for me, the, the Tesla album, uh, I thought it was good. Like I enjoyed it. I, I know Tesla. I know a lot of their songs. Um, I'm not, I'm not like a big Tesla fan, but I'm, it's not that I'm not a fan. I just don't listen to them. Um, but I've definitely heard a lot of their songs for sure throughout the years. And I definitely remember their, their logo, their band logo. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, no, I, I did enjoy the album. Like I do like a good live album, uh, a good live recording. And I had no problem with the, the sound recording by any means. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't necessarily think what I was listening, listening to it on was like, you know, uh, like high fidelity, but I still enjoyed listening <laughs> to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, particular. it was, right. it was fun. It was fun to listen to. Like, I just had a good time. Like, I, I enjoy those recordings because it's like, especially like that kind of recording because they're not going to sound like that every single night, you know, right. and, and the audience yeah. is always going to be different. And uh, and I yeah. just like the exchange that the band has with the audience. I thought that was fun. It was playful. And uh, I really dug it. Um, so overall, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, definitely some songs are better than others. But uh, I just yeah. enjoy the high energy 
on on the uh, on the recording. Um, and if I had to pick a favorite song on there, I I'm gonna like side with Taj here. I thought the love song one was the best for me because I just really enjoyed the banter with the audience and the audience singing along with the song and uh and then just the the change up in the in the sound of the music i i just i thought it, i thought it was a great a great recording and and uh gives you a good good sense of who they are as a live band and um yeah i i enjoyed it i thought it was i thought it was i thought it was pretty good now you know it's interesting i think yeah oh go ahead go ahead DK. no 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 you got it damon go ahead well yeah, i was gonna say like um the uh, the first song is very interesting because it's it's written by Tesla and Jerry Garcia, I believe, is part of that too. And it's uh so it's an original song, but it's also like a Grateful Dead. Like they worked with them on it. They're not there at the show, but they did a lot of collaborations that I thought were kind of interesting. So that speaks to what kind of a band they are. If they can like do a song with the Grateful Dead, I think it's kind of cool. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, so I had heard of Tesla way back in the day. Um, I think the album that I listened to at the time was Bust a Nut. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I remember the, yeah, uh, the, the imagery of the, the nut being smashed between the, the middle thingamajiggy, whatever, whatchamacallit. That was nutcracker, like, I guess. Like a nutcracker. It, whatever. It, it didn't look like a traditional nutcracker. It looked like a, a press machine that yeah, they just yeah. put the, the, the nut in between. It was, it was funny as hell, but, um, I think this is the first time in choice track history where we're actually split down the middle because you and Taj are love song and I'm with Damon on modern day cowboy. Um, I, that was my favorite pick on the track mainly because one, I listened to the original as well and it sounded like almost like an eighties heavy metal band in the sense of where it was going with the song. And then on top of that, the acoustic version, I love the people singing in the background with it. I love, you know, the flow of the energy that they have with that song. Everybody knows that they, they chimed in with it. It was, it was a good feel with it as well. And so I'm, I'm all for it. Um, it's overall listening to it. Um, you could tell they were just playing for fun and, and I got that feeling out of it. And that's, those are the best damn concerts ever. Like if you sit back and just think about it, if a band is playing and they're having fun while they're playing, that energy exudes out into the crowd and everybody loves it. And they, they put on a great show, man. And I loved it. So all in all, good pick, man. Great pick. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear that y'all enjoyed that. Cause I, I, like Brandon was saying, like what you're saying, Detroit, like good. It definitely was fun to listen to. For me, it, it took me back in time. Um, I love it when music can do that. And I'm, I was grateful to have my sister there to like in, introduce me to music when I didn't know anything about music. So this is one of those bands that that did that. And I think because we loved it so much, we got to go see them live. So like, so I think I mentioned this way back, uh, at the beginning of our podcast here, but, um, this was my first concert. So very cool. Very cool. nice. Nice. Well, before we pick up that needle, do we have anything else that we want to say about Ooh. the band? Oh, about the band. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I uh, thought I was going to forget something. I, I, I got a shock album. <laughs> Taj, you have homework for us next week. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, How many dad jokes can you throw into this episode? 
Montage of the day. All right. All right. Thanks so yeah. Montage. All right. So yes, I do have homework for us. So um all right. So I have picked an album that is a soundtrack off of a movie. Okay. Now, part of what got me thinking about this is um, there's a certain other movie franchise. So both this movie and another movie both have had multiple remakes. Okay. Um, so the other movie I'm comparing it to is A Star is Born. So A Star is Born has already had four movie adaptations. Okay. The movie soundtrack that I'm picking uh, is its third iteration um, because uh, there's been – it was a play and then two movies. And so the album I'm picking is none other than The Jazz Singer by Neil Diamond. Okay. Okay. I'm not mad. I just knew your ass was going to say something crazy like Mamma Mia or some bullshit like that. And then we would have had to listen to it. Now that I would have been very pissed. So I'm actually not mad, bro. Okay. okay. All right. Cool. So, uh-huh. yep. So you just lowered I, my stress levels. Thanks. Okay. Because I, I figure if they've done four stars born, they're going to at some point do another jazz singer. I'm just saying, those are like the two movie ones that always get remade like every 20 years, it feels like. So, but yeah. But before they do that, I figure we should heal the heal hear the Neil Diamond version. So but yeah, cool, cool. All right. Okay. Well, I'm excited to check that out. <laughs> Sweet. So well, um, yes. So won't you join us next week for another thrilling installment of Taj's selections? <laughs> You're going to hear tons of dad jokes. And, uh, and if you stop listening, we won't blame you. No, no, this is this is a good album. I, okay. I know it. Yeah. So, you know it. Okay. Yeah. But, so. uh, anyway. Okay. Well, cool. Uh, Taj, why don't you go in and sign off? Okay. Uh, so please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. You can email us at choicetracks at gmail.com or find us on our website at choicetracks.com. Um, I'm, let's go and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm still Damon. And I'm still Dietrich. Uh, that I know of until somebody corrects me. So who's getting the first sexual healing? I am raised. <laughs> I'm going to just go for some coffee instead, and uh, I'll be at the beach if you guys need me, okay? Coffee and a kiss on the cheek. That's, that's what you're going for. Do you like want us to pick up that needle, or do you want those choice tracks to keep spinning? <laughs> like, let's go ahead and pick up the needle. I'll let you do it, Brandon. No, you go ahead and do it. I already did it this episode. I'm just oh, going to okay. toss the record out the window. Um <laughs> Uh, all right, we're, we're going to go ahead and pick up that needle, but you keep spinning those joystracks. tracks.